This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball season, it comes and goes. But Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason because it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park, or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing. Here's the 2-1. That's a hard hit ball up the middle. Correa's got it. Goes to Bregman at second. On to first. Got him! A double play. A bang-bang play at first base. Tim Timmons. First base umpire rings him up. Much needed double play, though, right? Right. 0-1. Grounder to third baseman Bregman. He's got it. A little crow hop and a high throw, but Gurriel snags it. And that's the third out of the inning. So, Grinkies face the minimum with that double play, and we'll go to the bottom of the third in San Diego. It's the Astros one, Rays Nuve with five home runs this postseason. Very relaxed at the plate these days, looks confident. Here's the 1 1. Curveball, and he spanks it to right field, slicing away from Meadows, and it's going to play it off the wall. Meadows grabs it, Maldonado scores as Altuve bangs one off the right field wall and gives the Astros a 2 to nothing lead. Altuve at his best when he is using the whole field. Homer to left in the first inning and then driving that one the other way. One hopper off the right field wall here in the third to one. And Spranger drives this one pretty deep to left field. Ball is hooking. If it stays fair, it's gone, and it's gone. Spranger's first home run of the ALCS and his third this postseason. Boy, big swing of the bat for Springer. That's huge for the Astros, the two-run lead here in the fifth inning. It's been a while for Springer. Got off to a super hot start this postseason. But boy, did he connect at a perfect time. Four to two Astros on that two-run shot by Springer. And Dusty Baker is going to stick with his starter. Good, I love it. I really like this. I like this matchup better. The one-two. Change up low. Did he go around? And he did. A Rosarena gets punched out. He can't believe it. It was the first base umpire, Tim Timmons, who made the call on the check swing. And that's a big strikeout for Grinke. His sixth of the game and the second out. Boy, he saved up a really good changeup, low and in to Rosarena. And he couldn't hold up on it. He didn't recognize it right away. 1-2 to Satsugo. And that is lifted in the air, deep to right. Playable for Springer. Makes the catch two steps in front of the warning track. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros live to play another day as they hold off the Tampa Bay Rays 4-3. Rays lead this best of seven series three games to one. So game five will come tomorrow afternoon as the Astros ensure they do not get swept in San Diego. Today the Houston Astros play game five of the American League Championship Series against the Tampa Bay Rays. 
The Astros were able to extend their season with a win in game four last night, four to three over the Rays. George Bringer, three hits, including the go-ahead two-run homer. Jose Altuve, two for four with a home run and a double, drove in two runs as the Rays lead the series three games to one and need one more win to advance to the World Series. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, both teams had to make some tough choices about who would start today. The Astros going with Luis Garcia, who has not pitched this postseason. He was added to the division series roster. He's only made one major league start, and he hasn't pitched since September 27th. Yeah, he hasn't pitched since September 27th. So let's talk about what we saw uh, from Luis Garcia when he did pitch in th that one game against Oakland uh, sticks out more than anything else five shutout innings against a really good hitting team a very patient team with the Oakland A's and he kind of wowed us and, and last year he really kind of broke out in the minor leagues where uh, previously he was 91 92 miles per hour then he was sitting last year 93 to 96 touching 98 uh, he's got an average curveball he's got an average changeup his slider is what garners all the strikeouts it's a wipeout slider uh, so hopefully he can get ahead of the count uh, of these Tampa Bay Ray hitters and get to that slider. Meanwhile, it's John Curtis who's going to be the opener for the Tampa Bay Rays today. And Curtis has already pitched twice this series, mm -hmm. hasn't been charged with a run, pitched in game three on Tuesday. And, I mean, this is something that uh, is commonplace for the Rays. They were really the first team to go with this opener concept. So they're pretty familiar with, with how, to, how to build up after that. Yeah, it's kind of fruitless just to even try to guess how, how long their openers go. It ranges uh, greatly. You did mention he's pitched twice already in this series, so it w which tells me he might be limited, maybe just one inning. Uh, I think that Josh Fleming uh, will probably get the bulk of the innings for Kevin Cash today, and he's a, a command guy. He's kind of like Luis Garcia, hasn't started a game in 16, 17 uh, days, but he pitched great in that last game against Philadelphia. Uh, he's got five pitches. He commands them all. He kind of mixes and matches. Uh, he works very quickly and keeps the defense on their toes. So what, that's what they'll get uh, with Josh Fleming in the middle of this game. Case of the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, baseball is a game of adjustments, and that's really going to be required for both of these teams today since there's a pretty good chance if you bat four or five times in this ball game, you could see uh, three or four, maybe even five different pitchers. So it's going to be important for the Astros hitters to be able to make adjustments. Obviously, there's all this technology, all this information, and it helps that they'll probably see at least a couple of guys that they've already seen in this series. Yeah, I think you're right about that, and they certainly have an idea of what some of the stuff looks like. And the Astros... Hey, despite the results so far in this series, they're still swinging the bats well, and that's carryover from the last series. The thing that concerns me more than anything else is around the third or the fourth inning, the shadows creeping into the stadium, and, and that makes it really tough uh, to see the baseball. So I think it's going to be imperative for whoever uh, to get ahead in this game and then rely on a lot of breaking stuff. We talked about the breaking stuff is really good. If you could throw that for strikes, when there's shadows, it's really tough uh, to hit. So uh, I think the shadows are going to make a play in this game, much like, you know, you hate to say it, back in San Diego, 1998, the Astros playing the San Diego Padres, shadows in Sterling Hitchcock. Uh, it's a nightmare, but it's real. Uh, we'll see what happens today. For those of you throwing stuff at your radios, it was Steve Sparks <laughs> who brought up Sterling Hitchcock. We'll come back with Astros manager Dusty Baker, and a little later we'll hear from Jose Altuve and George Springer speaking after the win in Game 4 yesterday. 
but now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Well, the, the task is difficult, but also simple for you right now, Dusty. You know, going down three games to none in this series, just uh, try to win every day, and you're able to win game four. So that's a, a step in the, the right direction to, to where you want to get. Well, it certainly is, and uh, today is as big as yesterday was. And so hopefully, you know, we can get uh, some good uh, some good pitching, some timely hitting like we had yesterday. And, uh, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we can get some breathing room early. And uh, But, you know, it's about, this is kind of a day um, uh, which is a competition of, of bullpens because they're starting a bullpen guy, Curtis, and we're starting – you know, a bullpen kind of slash uh, uh, starter in Garcia. How big was it yesterday for Jose Altuve to set the tone for you? A couple of two-out RBIs with the home run and the and the RBI double to give you the early lead. Well, I tell you, I mean, that was big, especially in, in that first inning there, because uh, first time I've seen Glass now in person. And, uh, you know, he has some electric stuff. And, uh, you know, I mean, this guy is throwing <clears> – <throat> a hundred or, or close almost every pitch on, uh, and his breaking ball, you gotta, you gotta start your swing early to catch up with that fastball, which puts you in a position to swing at some of his bad breaking balls. And, uh, as soon as he starts getting his breaking ball over with consistency, I mean, he's really going to be tough. Uh, I mean, I mean, you see why they like him over there, but, uh, you know, Jose, it, it was Jose two and, um, Rosarena two there for, you know, for a while there, but, uh, uh, you know, that was great. And then uh, Springer hit that long home run. I mean, that's probably the longest home run I've seen here. I've heard of guys hitting it up in that upper deck, but that's the first time I've seen it. So, and then, uh, you know, we held on and, uh, uh, you know, we won four to three. I mean, usually that's how they win games over there. So if you're going to win, uh, you know, these games, uh, a lot of them going to be close games and you're going to have to win the one run games. You went out in the sixth inning when Zach Granke was in trouble and uh, a Rosarena coming to the plate, uh, Rays were threatening with a, a couple of runners on, uh, and you left Granke into the ball game. What transpired there, and, and what did you hear or see from, from Granke and Maldonado that made you decide, all right, this is, the, these, this is who I want to go with? Well, you know, first when you go out there, I mean, you hope whatever decision that you're going to make works. <laughs> And, uh, and if they get them out, you know, uh, it works. And if you don't get them out, then you got to, you know, uh, carry the blame, even though it's, a, uh, you know, the pitcher, uh, you know, has the ball. But, you know, I saw the disappointment in, in, in Zach's face. I can tell that he wasn't through. And then I talked to Maldi, and Maldi says, hey, man, he can get this guy. And, uh, and then we discussed how he was going to pitch him. And uh, he got him, and then – you know, it was even more nerve-wracking with bases loaded and 3-2 count. Uh, you know, when um, uh, Choi got the little infield hit and then he got another dangerous hitter up that's been, you know, good for them and in, in, uh, in Brusso. And so um, went to 3-2. We were like, please don't walk in a run. 
And then, uh, you know, Zach threw him a good, a good slider. And, uh, uh, you know, that was into the rally. So, uh, you know, in, in my career, it's been sometimes you, they get them out and sometimes they don't, you know, because there were times when in the past when I took a guy out and then the reliever gave it up. And there are other times in the past when, when you left him in there and then he gave it up. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's it's not good unless it works, and a lot of that's out of your control. You mentioned Luis Garcia starting today. He hasn't pitched, and it's been a, a couple of weeks. Uh, will be his first uh, postseason appearance. Uh, what are your expectations for Garcia today? And and uh, I know you don't want to divulge everything, but do you have an idea of what your your pitching plan is for for this well, game? We hope. I mean, you always got a plan, you know, whether whether they change your plan over there uh, or not. And uh, you know, we hope that he get, commands the strike zone. We got Maldi uh, catching him, um, and we're hoping that you know he can go as far as he can go. You know, at least maybe one time through the lineup, um, and and hopefully start somebody after him with a clean inning, because it's always a uh, more difficult when you got to bring a guy in with, with that that's already in trouble or, or, uh, you, you know, with runners on base. So, uh, this is a, it's a big day for him. You know, we figure he can handle it. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that we think, uh, is the best to be the opener, you know, so to say, I mean, he's an opener desk, um, uh, closer. So, um, you know, we talk, discussed it and talked about it, but, you know, we're prepared to, to, uh, to take him out, uh, you know, in a short period of time, if it appears that, you know, he didn't have it or, or depending on who's coming up and our score, it would make it a whole lot easier if, if, if we had a big uh, offensive day, a whole lot easier. And so that's what I'm hoping for. Hopefully we score uh, early off of Curtis, you know, their opener and uh, then we, you know, keep rolling from there. All right, Dusty Baker, thanks for joining us, and uh, hope to see you tomorrow. All right, Robert, thank you. Hey, and I was listening to uh, Muddy Waters, I'm Ready, today, so that's all right. my theme song. <laughs> this episode of AstroCast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. We talked to a couple of the Astros' biggest stars, Jose Altuve and George Springer. They spoke about how do you put things in the past and about this Astros team special chemistry. Well, I didn't have uh, a choice. You know, it was today or or go home, and I didn't want to go home. I, uh, you know, I turned the page pretty uh, pretty quick and show up today ready to help my team. Jose, um, you guys, the five of you, the four infielders in Georgie set a record tonight for playing in postseason games. This was an elimination game. Before the game, was there any sense of what was the sense in the room of how we're feeling? This may be our last time together, all of that stuff. I think uh, the key for us is the good chemistry, the good uh, relationship we have between us. Uh, we talk a lot, we motivate each other, we encourage each other to go out there and play uh, our game, and we did it today, and I'm very thankful, thanks God, that uh, we, we won today. Did you just say, I'm not going to look at the big picture, we just have to win today, we can worry about tomorrow, whatever happens tomorrow and the next day? Yeah, absolutely. We, got, we we need to play one game at a time. We did. We play our game today. Tomorrow's another big one for us, of course, and we're going to go that way. 
I was on the, on the throws the last couple of days. Were, were those related to just the way you're feeling and what you're going through, or were they just sort of, uh, you know, things that happen in the course of baseball? Just give us an idea, you know, what you've been going through the last couple of days. Yeah, I think those uh, things that happen in baseball. Uh, like I said earlier, I led that in the past, and I show up today ready to, to play uh, some, some baseball and help my team. Uh, we have a big one tomorrow, and uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to go at that and, and let everything we have. Jose, uh, Dust, we asked Dusty about uh, the players having a team meeting before the game. He said he talked to y'all a little bit prior to, then y'all met in, in, without being specific in general. How important was that meeting uh, in, the, in the grand scheme of things? It's always important, uh, or like I said, our chemistry, our relationships, uh, it's that way. It's always good to talk between us. And, and like I said in the past, we don't have any uh, selfish players here. We, we we root for each other. We encourage each other to go out there and play. Jose, um, I know that you say you don't want to look back, but the last two days, obviously, things have gone sideways for you. And it was obvious for those of us inside the stadium, watching you slump over, look down and despondent. What was that like for you? You know, it's not easy. It's not easy to do uh, things against your team. You know, you're always trying to, to help your team. And for me, just to to not contribute, to not play good and help my team to win is, you know, I feel bad. Jose, can you talk about what you saw uh, out of Greenkey and what that outing for him meant for you guys tonight? The way he goes about his business when we need him is unbelievable. We needed him today. He showed up today, and, you know, he gave us a win. I'm really happy for him. Yeah, Jose, on that uh, ground ball by Joey Wendell there in the ninth inning, um, did you was it did it feel routine to you just to throw over to second, or did you have to be more careful or wait a minute, wait a moment just to make sure you got that throw right? No, that was uh, that's the way I always do it, uh, just like a routine. Uh, I don't want to think too much about throws because uh, that's when you make mistakes. Uh, from now on, I'm just gonna do what I do, catch the ball and throw it. And what did it mean to have Dusty reference Joe Morgan to you? Uh, you know, Dusty, uh, he's always bringing uh, his experience, and and it's always it's always good. Everything he said about uh, he talked to me a little bit about Joe Morgan today, and and I mean it's it's always helpful. What uh, does the great support that you've gotten from all of your teammates mean to you? And and what were they saying to you, for instance, when you headed back to the dugout after hitting your early home run? Uh, you know, they they. Uh, they always been like that. They, their support is, is probably the most important thing uh, for me. You know, that's sometimes that's the reason why you play baseball for your support of your teammates, your your fans back in Houston. But my teammates are being great to me all year around and and all my career. So I'm I'm really thankful for that. Two one, and Springer drives this one pretty deep to left field. Ball is hooking. If it stays fair, it's gone and it's gone. Springer's first home run of the ALCS and his third this postseason. Boy, sw big swing of the bat for Springer. That's huge for the Astros, the two-run lead here in the fifth inning. It's been a while for Springer. Got off to a super hot start this postseason. But boy, did he connect at a perfect time. Just go out and play, honestly, as hard as you possibly can. You know, go, go, go leave everything out there. Um, you know, don't. Don't leave any doubt. If there's a play that you think that you have to dive, dive. Um, you know, just, just just understanding that your backs are up against the wall, um, and you got to grind and fight. And you know, at the end of the day, whatever happens, happens.
George, you expressed some degree of frustration with some of the hard contact you were getting. Dusty said that uh, hard contact in the flying flying field isn't quite as good as hard contact over the wall. What uh, what did you get out of your performance today in terms of your performance at the play? Was able to hit some balls hard. Um, you know, this is a very very good defensive team, um, and you know sometimes it's it's uh, it's frustrating. You know, to to hit the ball hard in general um, and have a guy be there. But you know what? That's the game. Um, you know, I I, I got to do better at at kind of not showing um, a lot of frustration because it 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 really is part of the game. Um, you know, sometimes I'm gonna I'm gonna get jammed, but I'm gonna sneak it in there, and you know. The, there's other times that we're going to hit one hard and, and, and be out. So, I mean, just kind of is what, what it is. And, you know, I'm happy to help us today. You guys uh, obviously rallied around Jose last couple of days. What did it mean to you and, and your teammates to see what he was able to do tonight with the bat and defensively as well? Um, it's something special. You know, um, he obviously, I, I, I think it takes a lot of things to heart. You know, he, he, he prides himself in every aspect of his game. And, and, you know, I, I, I think he's starting to show people again, you know, who he is as a, as a player. Um, and our guys believe in him. He's our leader. Um, and, you know, he, he's, he's doing kind of what we just expect him to do. You have been a teammate of his for years now. What was it like to watch the last two days when he would slump over and just you, you saw the body language? Um, it's tough. You know, I, obviously I've, I've, I've played with him my whole career. Um, and he's such a guy, uh, you know, that prides himself um, in every aspect of the game. You know, he wants to help the team in every aspect of the game. Um, and, you know, when, when, he believes that he failed or, you know, he believes that he let the guys down. Um, he re really, um, you know, he, he, he takes it to heart. Um, but one of the most impressive things about Jose is, is the way he can clear his head um, and, and, and still contribute um, in all aspects of his games. And, and, you know, to, to see him go out there and still keep a wanting the ball hit to him, um, keep swinging the bat is, is, uh, you know, a, a, testament to who he is what was it like for you to watch him like that um it's tough but i know who he is um you know i i, I know the head that he has on his shoulders and and uh you know he he's he's our leader and and he always has been you know i understand um the guys that i'm playing with you know i've i've, I've played with all these guys pretty much my whole career um and you know to to go out there and grind um, every single day, you know, to to keep putting up good quality at bats, keep fighting every day, um, has been something special. And you know, I just think that 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 our team every day somebody else steps up, and and you know, um, that's that's what makes this team special. So you know, again, you know, it's it's uh, a good day for us now, but it's on to tomorrow. And George, along those lines, have you have you thought at all about your own? Um you know, future here, obviously with free agency coming that, you know, tonight, if you'd lost, could have been your last night with the Astros. Do you allow yourself to think um, in terms, in those terms? Uh, no, you know, I, I, I stay in the moment. Um, I'm here now. Um, I'm playing now. I play tomorrow again. So, you know, again, all, all that stuff is in the future. Um, and I'm just trying to stay in the present. It's the ALCS Game 5 from San Diego, California. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. 
Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbuck Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to AstroCast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. Questions for Josh Reddick. Go ahead, uh, Chandler. Josh, what's it like to have Jet and the boys um, with you here and being able to see them after every game? Oh, man, it's 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 kind of like, I want to say life-changing and life-saving for me. It doesn't matter how these first three games went for us. You go back and get to have your family here. It's a, it's a huge advantage, I think, for me to be able to go back and just forget about what's going on on the field and just to have them around after, you know, been 14 days and not seeing them, I know that, that – it seems like it seemed like a lot of a lot of time for me, and I, and I really feel for guys like <clears throat> Dustin Garneau who hadn't seen his boys in 40 days. So I know this is a big pickup, not only for me but for those 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 guys as well to be able to have their families here and have their support and just to be able to look up and see my boys up there in the suite. You know, the, the first game of the series was the first game my boys got to see me play in a big league ball game. So very special, but it always feels good to have them around and be able to to put them down to uh, to go to bed at night. Brian McTaggart. Hey, uh, Dusty told us that the, the Pettis is going to be at the game today. Uh, it seems like you guys can't see him, but have you been communicating with him? And, uh, you know, what's it like just to, to be able to have him and kind of in your corner today in person at the ballpark? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, Gary and I have always had a very open line of communication. Uh, he's been, we've been talking and texting and phone and on the phone quite a bit since the A series started. So he's been very, um, very vocal with me. Um, always good to have his support, but you know, we look forward to seeing him up there and looking out in the dugout and seeing him up in the stands and giving him some love and, you know, just waving at him and seeing that he's doing okay and doing better. I think it's a big pickup, not only for him, but for us, it's uh, probably going to be just as big as a mood pickup <clears throat> for both sides. I think to have him out here for us showing his support. And I think for him to be able to get out and come out here and, and show the guy some love, I think is going to be good for him as well. Neil. Josh, what's the greatest challenge in facing either the opener strategy or bullpen days as a hitter, and how do you mentally prepare for it? Well, I think the biggest thing you just know that you know you're you're going you're not going to have a very favorable matchup in in your in in your corner. So I, I feel like you know we'll, we'll see Curtis for the first probably five to six hitters, five first five probably, and then get a lefty for that Tucker Yuli me pocket and. and you know, it's going to be a grind today, not saying because this staff is, is phenomenal when you look at their starters and you go to their bullpen and you see how hard everybody throws down there, but it doesn't make our job easier. But we just have to go in there and focus and, and, and not try to do too much. You know, a lot of cliches get thrown around here in baseball, but, um, you know, you just got to go out there and not try to do too much and, and get the job done and then pass the baton on to the next guy and the next guy and let, let, the, let the team work and then do their thing. Hit a Kaiser. Sorry, I'm just trying to. I mean, hi, Josh. When you guys are, are facing elimination and you're, you, you guys won yesterday when you're down 3-0, I mean, do you look into that? Do you, do you let it fuel you, sort of how difficult that comeback is, or do you try to sort of avoid thinking about it at all? Well, for me, I, I try to keep it out of my mind as much as possible. You know, those, those three games are, are over and behind us, and there's nothing we can do to change those, and we don't need to go back and reflect on those games of what may or may not have happened. They're behind us. They're in the books right now, and, and today we focus on – Game five and, and John Curtis and whoever else is going to come out of that bullpen to uh, get us going. So I think we put that stuff behind us, <clears throat> focus on the task at hand today, win today, and then worry about tomorrow after today's over. Do you, are you, do you sort of like 
Are you aware of sort of how unlikely it is to come back from 3-0, or do you try to avoid even knowing that? Well, I think it's, it's just really hard to avoid when you look at all the social media around the world today, and you see, well, I think it was 37 out of 38 teams maybe, something like that have, have advanced. But, um, you know, there, there's always that chance. You go back and look at what the Red Sox did and, and to those Yankees. So it's always possible. Nothing's impossible. And, and you know, to quote the, the great Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. And I think we have a really good shot at it. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Manolo? Yes, you guys have been going against all odds the whole season. Um, critics, heck, the whole world has been rooting against you guys. I want to know what is the mentality of the team for today's game, even though it's a, it's a, it's a do-or-die game, but the mentality and how you guys will be approaching before the game, um, the mentality. Uh, our mentality stays the same in that clubhouse. This is a great group of guys who are really mellow, and, and you know we don't get too fired up when 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 these games come along. You, you see the same attitude we had, you know, from day one all the way back, all the way up to now. It's it's really laid back and and, and really focused, and everybody's in there getting their work done like it's you know an, an OO series right now. And then this team doesn't falter. They don't. We don't give up. We go out there and, and, and grind our butts off every day. And then the way I look around our clubhouse, you think that we were up three to one right now. So. I really commend these guys because they're really fantastic of, of keeping their heads up and moving on to the next day. Chandler? Josh, what's impressed you the most about the Rays to the first four games? Oh, their defense. I mean, it seems like for the first couple of games, we were you know, hitting everything hard. And if we hit everything hard, we didn't hit, hit something hard. It seems like they were just making plays all over. You, you could have looked around and seen probably nine gold gloves sitting around this, this defense right now. So they've really stepped up their game in, in, in this postseason and keeping us off the off the base pass with their defense. So I think that's probably the one thing that stands out in, in this lineup right now. But they're, uh, you know, hopefully there's a big momentum swing for us. We got that win yesterday, and hopefully that's one thing that we can ride out and, and carry us on. All right. If you have a question for Frommer, just please click the raise your hand button, and I'll, and I'll call on you as we go. Uh, we'll start with Brian McTaggart. Frommer, if you get to face the Rays again, uh, facing them for consecutive starts, uh, how much of an advantage will that be? And also having so much information, more information about them now uh, than you did just a few days ago because you guys have faced them four or five times in a row now. Yeah, I feel like I have a lot more information. Haven't seen these guys now four days in a row. Um, you know, just watching every single game. I know their movement's a lot better. I know um, their weak points, and I also know where they like to hit, which is, is important as well. So I think it's important and it's an advantage to have that kind of information. And to just have been able to study them and um, feel, I feel like I have a lot more information going into my start, which uh, God willing will be tomorrow. Romber, did you try to lobby Dusty or, or Stromy to start today? Yeah, I've, I've never asked um, them to do anything specific with me. Uh, that's their decision. I totally respect. I know it's the right decision. Um, and I'm just, I'm just focused on the job that, that I have to do. Um, focus on the job as a ball player. I'm decided to, to win. I'm focused on winning. I'm focused on going to the World Series. And, and that's what, what I'm going to work on. Um, so if, if it, it's my turn of the rotation tomorrow. That's when it's my turn. That's that's what I'm 100% focused on is doing everything I can to uh, to have success in that in that outing. Yeah, if, if I have the pitch there tomorrow, whenever it is, um, I'm ready to attack Rosarena uh, the same way I attacked him in the first inning uh, last time, just, just down in the zone. I didn't execute a pitch, left it up, and, and he executed his game plan, uh, put a good swing on it. But not just him, everybody in that lineup, um, I know what I need to do against every single one of them. doesn't matter if it's today or tomorrow. Um, I, I have the information, and I'm focused on the job and the task at hand. Yeah, it's a positive. It's a positive attitude in the clubhouse. A lot of positive music, um, positive vibes. Guys are listening and stuff. Uh, 
it just makes them happy and it has them focused um, because we're in a situation where we can't afford to lose another game. So uh, we're not thinking about that. We're just we're just sticking positive in the clubhouse. Yeah, it's something that from the first experience that I had in baseball, it's obviously something you dream of um, being being at this level, um, and it's something I'm extremely grateful for. Something I'm extremely proud of, um, and it's it's through my focus and the grace of God that I've been able to be here. Um, obviously, we want to get to that next level too, but it's something that. Yeah, you dream of, of doing so. Um, I'm just grateful and, and super focused on, on continuing to have more success at this level. Yeah, so two parts. Uh, Arquides, I, I see that he's he's still calm. I mean, he, he didn't let what happened affect him. Um, it's, it's one of those things where a lot of things happen in baseball. It's not a perfect game, and, not, and things aren't always going to go your way. Um, if something didn't go right for you today, you can't be thinking that the same thing's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, you have to keep a positive mindset, a positive attitude, and always be focused on doing everything you can to execute to make sure that things come out better the next time. Um, and for me personally, um, yeah, it's a different level of focus. It's a different level of, of urgency um, when we have these seven games in a row. You, knew, you know you need to be prepared all the time. You're not going to have a situation where you have maybe six days or seven days. It's going to be more constant. So you need to be always focused and, and always ready because the more you ready you are, uh, the better things are going to come out. All right. Questions for Astros manager Dusty Baker. Chandler, you want to start us off? Sure. Dusty, who is starting today's game? Uh, Garcia is starting. Brian McTaggart. Uh, uh, Presley uh, said today that uh, he had some, uh, uh, I think it was a hamstring issue yesterday. And also, how's Brantley doing after, you know, fouling those balls off? And I know you took him out late in the game last night. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to take him out, but he said he couldn't, he couldn't run if he had to run after a fly ball that, he, he you know, would have had trouble catching it. And I, like I said, I hated to take him out because you hate to take Michael out anytime because you play extra innings and the spot comes up and, you know, uh, boy, you just, that's a nightmare. So, uh, but we took him out for precaution. He got x-rays, everything was negative. Uh, I haven't talked to him this morning yet. Uh, and uh, Jeremiah, I mean, if it, you know, if he couldn't go, I'm sure I'd have heard from Jeremiah by now, but uh, he's he's getting a lot of treatment, and uh, that's why he's DHing today. What about Presley? You said he slipped on the mound and maybe tweaked his hand. Uh, well, that's that's kind of news to me. I haven't uh, I haven't heard. I I saw him yesterday, and I saw him grimace on the mound, and uh, you know, right away you think about you know a guy throwing a pitch and something's wrong with his arm. And uh, so, knock on wood, it wasn't his arm. And uh, but I knew it was something. And uh, but you know, like I said, nobody said anything to me about it. Uh, Jeremiah said he's he was fine this morning. Jake Kaplan. Yeah, I was just wondering how how did you guys ultimately decide uh, to start Garcia? What went into that decision? Well, I mean, it's either one rookie or, or another one. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, you know, we felt. Felt that, you know, he throws strikes. Uh, he has an outstanding changeup to combat, you know, the lefties. Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, we figured that he could handle it, uh, you know, with his, the stuff that he has and that uh, Maldi can can guide him at least, you know, through the lineup one time. I mean, like I said, it's like it's either one rookie or another one. And, uh so uh, you know, through process elimination and through a lot of a lot of uh, talk and uh, between all of us, uh, we decided on Garcia. Mark Berman. 
I'm good for now. Thank you. I don't believe that. <laughs> Out of Spolade. Uh, Dusty, are, are you just hoping to get one time through the order with Garcia? And just how many different scenarios did you guys go through uh, before coming to this decision? Well, we went through quite a few. I mean, you know, we went through starting one of the lefties, but then you don't have but one lefty left later in the, you know, during the course of the game. Um, you know, uh, you know which guys you want to go in the middle, which guys are going to go, you know, we didn't have their lineup. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, they do have a lot of interchangeable parts over there more than any team that we've probably faced. I mean, they got the same amount of men, but it seems like they got more men, you know, than you because, you know, they got a lot of interchangeable parts and they're, they're used to using them. Jason Bristol. Dusty, um, last night, Zach really praised your handling of the situation in the sixth inning. Um, he also expressed that perhaps the um, he felt that the Astros had not had confidence in him uh, leading up to that point. Had he had expressed that ever expressed that with you before no. then or anything like that? No, I mean, that was news to me. I mean, like I said, you know, I wasn't here before. And, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, Zach doesn't do a bunch of talking. And, and he does no complaining ever. And so, um, no, that was news to me. I mean, uh, I, I actually praised him uh, more than he should praise me because it, it worked. <laughs> and, and, and had it not worked, nobody would have been praising me. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, you can't, um, you know, it's all in the hands of the player. But, you know, when the player does well, uh, you know, he gets a credit as, as expected. And then when he doesn't do well, then you get the discredit. You know, but I mean, I mean, there were there were times, you know, when I was playing this scenario back in my mind, you know, there was last night after the game, I remember I was, I mean, they cooked me for taking Russ Ortiz out in the, in the World Series in, in 2002. Now, today's game, uh, that would have been the thing to do. Third time through the order, it was six and whatever it was, six and a third, six and two thirds. And then there were other times, you know, when I didn't take um, Latos out when I was in Cincinnati and he gave up a grand slam to to Buster Posey. So unless it works, you know, I don't really pay attention to, you know, um, praise or discredit because it's all in the hands of the, the player. If it works, then everything's cool. And if not, then, hey, man, um, you're going to get blasted. Mark Topkin. Hey Dusty, I'm just curious. What did you um, What did you think they were going to do pitching wise, and, and do you try to guess what they're going to do after Curtis, who's looking like an opener? No, no, I mean because you don't know. It just depends on, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. You know, I mean, you can try to guess, you know, and try to set your lineup according to this and that, but you don't know how long they're going to go with Curtis if he's going one inning or if he's going two, he's going three, and then I'm sure their many left-handers are going to come into play. Now, now, now that's where they have the advantage on most, uh, on most teams because they got like, I don't know, four or five lefties they can go to, and they got a lot of 
a lot of gas you can go to. So hopefully we can get the lead, you know, before the shadows come in because the shadows are going to come into play big time, uh, probably the sixth through the, you know, through the ninth. Right. So I'm hoping that we have a big offense today and have it early. Gotcha. One last thing. Did you know what they were doing when you set your lineup or did you have to just do it without knowing a righty or left ear opener? Well, actually, they they wanted to know who was pitching for me before they sent over their their pitching. <laughs> so who, who won the chess match? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you know, there's only so much game and shit that people can, you know, can play, you know, um, uh, then, I mean, sooner or later, you're going to have to divulge, you know, who you who you have, and you only have so many different uh, options. And like I said, I don't have as many options as they do, you know, because they got like two center fielders, you know, two third basemen, two, two and a half first basemen, two second basemen guys. You know, they got a lot of you know, they did a good job in, in, in having interchangeable parts left, right, uh, and, and, and they're not afraid to use them. Kyle Glazer. Hey, Dusty. Last night, George Springer and Jose Altuve tied uh, Reggie Jackson, Mickey Mantle for most postseason home runs. Wow. Obviously, this is your first year in the organization, but just what can you say about the two of them and what they've done and, and what they've meant to this organization? Wow, I mean, I didn't know that stat, uh, but I tell you, I, well, I know Reggie was probably up there because he did he had a whole bunch of them against us, and Mano was probably up there because they were in the World Series every year. But man, that's 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 quite an accomplishment to 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 be in the name, in the same uh, uh, vein as as the two that you guys named on the Yankees. Um, so uh, and, and and these guys aren't through yet. You know, that's that's what's so. So amazing, um, and they're these guys are big game guys. I mean, there are sometimes, you know, they call big James, uh, you know, big game James and Mr. October. But I mean, these guys are the are the new October duos. Thank you. Yep, Daniel Alvarez. Thank you. Hi, Mr. Baker. Uh, first of all, you mentioned yesterday that. Um, you talked with Jose about Joe Morgan, and he mentioned last night that it was pretty, it was very special. Now, what do you see in in Jose that reminds you of uh, little Joe Morgan, as you mentioned last night? Well, well, they're both little, you know, <laughs> and and they're both second basemen, and, and they're both very powerful. You know, I mean, these guys are like twin Mighty Mouses. You know who Mighty Mouse is? Honestly, no. <laughs> I didn't think so. Okay, look up Mighty Mouse. Mighty was a bad little dude, man. And uh, super yeah, super strength. And uh, you know that's uh, and 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 that they didn't let size, you know, hold them down. And uh, and I think that they are shining light to anybody that's short of statue because, I mean, baseball is a game where. It shouldn't matter, but but it does to a lot of people. You know what I mean? And uh, it doesn't it doesn't size doesn't show how much heart you have. 
you know, how much intellect for the game and how much love that you have for the game and how hard that they worked, you know, to get an opportunity, uh, you know, to shine like this. David Barrett. Also, Dusty Bob Elliott, who is the Astros radio uh, producer, was playing uh, Muddy Waters and John Lee Hooker songs lead into each inning last night. Uh, really? Yeah. So, what what are you listening to today? Today I'm listening to, uh, uh, to Muddy Waters. Uh, I'm ready, ready as any man can be. And then I was listening to uh, uh, Howlin' Wolf. So uh, that's what I was listening to today. So you're you're into chess today, then? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love chess. Chess records. Okay. And uh, last one for Dusty Barry Boom. Hey, Johnny. How are you? Hey, hey. Hey. So it, it dawns on me that when you're back to all your career as a manager, you had really deep pitching staffs everywhere you went. And almost. This, almost. Yeah. Yeah. In Chicago, I had deep starters, but not a deep bullpen. No, okay, so starters. Your rotations, you, there was never a dearth of starters. You ever been in a situation like this where with this playoff schedule, this team doesn't have a healthy Verlander, Cole's gone, Morton's gone. You know, yeah. you don't have starting rotation depth that, you, that you're used to. Right. And, and also don't have the, you know, the bullpen um, veteran presence. You know, you know, I mean, no Joe Smith, no Davinsky, uh, 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 who else? Uh, Asuna, you know what I mean? And uh, I got a, I got a bunch of kids that had to learn, you know, on the job. And uh, but, but you can't think about, you know, what is because they're not here. So, you know, we got to do the best we can with, uh, you know, with who, you know, you know, who they have, you know, who we have. People are like, well, why are you starting this guy? Well, I mean, your choices are are another rookie. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, so, uh, no, I, I don't think about that, really. I mean, sometimes you wish you had a Verlander uh, or at least his presence here. But, uh, you know, we got to do, you know, what you got to do. So you have, if you get past this, you do have – Framburn McCullers for your last two games. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, 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 and you know, the difference here is, is that you're playing the seven days in a row. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the big, uh, you know, different uh, <clears throat> difference here, because if you had off days and you could, you could skip this day and then have, have Framber go tomorrow or, or McCullers the next day, you know? So, and then you're going to go through this again if you get to the World Series with two days rest, and those guys are not going to be available. Well, but I think you got you got one day. Uh, we have two. We have Saturday, yeah. Sunday, and Monday. Okay, well, you know the schedule better than me, man. I ain't even I haven't gotten that far. Yeah, so you're in the same situation where you're going to have to back end your rotation if you get to the World Series. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I believe in the impossible. You know what I'm saying. So, Steve, if you indulge me for one more thing, I just wanted to wrap up the Grenke thing, because one thing that hasn't been mentioned is yeah. after you went through the whole thing, okay, and then Grenke strikes out Amorosa with a ball basically in the dirt, then there's the infield single, and you double down. You just left him in the game 
to face Brasso, and he struck him out on a three-two pitch. I know it, that. It, 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 that would it was amazing, Dusty. You're well, the only guy in baseball who would have done that. Yeah, but that was even yeah. Depends on who I had out, out in the bullpen, and depends on like I said, they got a bunch of interchangeable parts over there. You know, like 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 you know who. You know, they had low over there, you know, or if you bring the left hander, they had Renfro, or, or if you bring in another guy, they got somebody else, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I mean, Grinky's 16 years and 220-something wins. Well, this guy has been in almost every situation there is. And, and you see he wasn't really phased by the whole thing, you know what I mean? And so, uh, you know, that's what Maldi and I – you know, uh, discussed on the mound. I mean, like I said, it worked. And I'm hoping that I'm never in this situation again for a long time, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it was great for us old timers who've been watching baseball for so many years. Because yeah. there's not another, I can't think of another manager in the game right now who would have done that. Yeah, you can't think of another fool you made. That what you mean. <laughs> uh, you give yourself more credit than that. Huh? Good luck today. Thanks. Hey, 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 hey uh, one more thing. Gary Pettis. Uh, uh, came home last night, and he lives right up the road, and he's coming to the game today. I mean, oh, that's I mean, great. Yeah, he, he can't come down to the clubhouse, but he's right. been talking to guys and Zoom and calling, you know, to guys every day. So uh, that's that, that was a big reason to win last night, or else Gary couldn't have come to the ballpark today. So we'd like him to come every day this week. AstroCast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing, the official podcast of the Houston Astros. See you later!